As you extend and expand your services in alignment to your purpose, you are growing your business. There is a revenue metric to follow here. Look at the revenue baseline prior to starting the new or enhanced service and then regularly check in on how it is changing. You'll likely see an upward growth trend. When you have more engaged customers and employees, you are spending less to recruit both. Your acquisition cost is lower for new customers and your recruitment and onboarding costs are less for employees. And when you are looking at transformation and innovation, your engaged workforce will be more supportive and enthusiastic in making this happen. The motivation will increase their desire to see the change and in the end, your company will benefit from it. Successful brands are rooted in purpose and driven by the potential to make a positive impact on their customers. Welcome to The Pursuit of Purpose with Amy Austin. Each week, Amy brings you practical advice to embrace the power of purpose in all aspects of your business and transform it into the central storyline for your branding and marketing strategies. As a business, We are always looking for ways to show return on investment and other metrics to prove our growth. Did you know that leaning into your purpose can lead to higher revenues? Maybe you've intuitively known there was a benefit to knowing and embracing your brand purpose, but didn't know there were actually metrics that could help prove its worth. A LinkedIn connection of mine recently shared this stat. In 2015, the Harvard Business Review Analytics and Ernst & Young did a study that showed that companies able to articulate their brand purpose enjoy on average a higher growth rate, and that rate could be at least 10%, and higher levels of success than those who do not or cannot articulate their purpose. The global survey of 474 executives found that although there is near unanimity in the business community about the value of purpose in driving performance, less than half of the executives surveyed said their company had actually articulated a strong sense of purpose and used it as a way to make decisions and strengthen motivation. Only a few companies appear to have embedded their purpose to a point where they have reaped its full potential. But in those organizations where purpose had become a driver of strategy and decision-making, executives reported a greater ability to deliver revenue growth and drive successful innovation and ongoing transformation. Additionally, purpose-driven companies make more money, have more engaged employees, and more loyal customers. And they are even better at innovation and transformational change. Now, knowing this research sent me down another rabbit hole. Researchers Millward Brown and Jim Stengel developed a list of the 50 fastest-growing brands based on 10 years of empirical research involving 50,000 companies. This study is now known as the Stengel 50. Those 50 purpose-driven companies on their list saw 400% more returns on the stock market. Another research study shared that 85% of employees who work for companies named on the Fortune 500 Best Places to Work report that their work has meaning, that it isn't a job. They are 11 times more committed to staying and 14 times more likely to enjoy coming to work. 
In another Harvard Business Review article entitled, Put Purpose at the Core of Your Strategy, the authors concluded that purpose helps companies redefine the playing field and reshape their value proposition, resulting in overcoming the challenges of slowing growth and declining profitability. High-growth companies are not limited by their current playing field. Instead, they think of the entire ecosystem, where connected interest and relationships among multiple stakeholders create more opportunities. They are guided by their purpose. The article shared two examples, Nestle Purina Pet Care, the largest player in North America, and Mars Pet Care, the global leader. While their purpose is similar, there is a subtle difference. Purina's purpose is better with pets, while Mars' stated purpose is a better world for pets. Both want to develop new products that will improve the pet's health. Mars Pet Care has taken a broader view of pet health, however, and by doing so, they have partnered and purchased veterinary clinics and hospitals and invested in veterinary medicine in a way that Purina has not. They shifted their focus beyond products to services. And to accomplish this, they needed to build new core competencies and devise a new organizational structure. By making sure that every move they made was in alignment with a better world for pets, they knew the transformation would be beneficial not only to the company, but to those they serve. Because a purpose-driven approach facilitates growth in new ecosystems, it allows companies to broaden their mission and create a holistic value proposition while delivering lifetime benefits to their customers. This can happen in three main ways. Responding to trends, building on trust, and focusing on pain points. A company can respond to trends by extending its services into similar markets that are still relevant to their own. For example, a security company may see opportunity in an industry that has similar needs to the primary industry they serve. Or maybe there is opportunity to expand their current services to include remote offerings, as well as the digital reporting and analysis they already do. This intel comes from watching the trends and listening to what their audience is telling them they need or want. By having a deep understanding of what your audience and your employees think of your business, you can build upon the trust that is already there. I view this as a version of the halo effect. We talked about this concept a lot in healthcare. If you are good at cardiology, oncology, and pediatrics, your audience is more inclined to believe you are also good at lesser known or lesser utilized services such as bariatric services or kidney dialysis. Those three big services provide a halo for the others. I've seen references to halo effects working for the financial and educational industries as well. Build upon that trust while making sure the new service is aligned with the overarching purpose of your company, and you're likely going to see growth. And the last way you can help reshape your value proposition is by knowing the pain points of those you serve. Going back to that example of Mars Pet Care, their purpose is to build a better world for pets. By getting to know what their audience desires for their pets, they are able to identify additional business lines for their company. The purpose statement doesn't limit them to food, which is where they started. As long as the work they are doing is creating a better world for pets, they are aligned with their purpose. 
For example, they are venturing into preventing health problems and how can technology help identify concerns earlier. Their audience wants what's best for their pet. And if their food is good for their pet, then of course, the other things that they offer are also going to be good for the pet. So what can you measure from these examples? As you extend and expand your services in alignment to your purpose, you are growing your business. There is a revenue metric to follow here. Look at the revenue baseline prior to starting the new or enhanced service and then regularly check in on how it is changing. You'll likely see an upward growth trend. When you have more engaged customers and employees, you are spending less to recruit both. Your acquisition cost is lower for new customers and your recruitment and onboarding costs are less for employees. And when you are looking at transformation and innovation, your engaged workforce will be more supportive and enthusiastic in making this happen. The motivation will increase their desire to see the change and in the end, your company will benefit from it. As individuals, when we are committed to a goal, we are more dedicated to the end result. The same is true for employees. Now, if you've listened to this show for very long, you've heard me say that understanding purpose offers boundaries you never knew you needed. It keeps you focused on the key goals and objectives necessary to achieve that higher purpose. You won't need to work as hard because you are doing only the work necessary to achieve those goals. No becomes a complete sentence. If your company or business doesn't have a clearly defined purpose, I am positive it is in there. You just need to do some work to uncover it and put it into words. And without it, your business may be dealing with an identity crisis. A brand purpose is a short statement describing what you want to be, addressing the problem it solves for your customers, and as we have become more focused on the social causes, it may also be the impact your business makes on the greater good. Successful brands have clarity around their purpose. Here are a few examples. Life is good. Their purpose is to spread the power of optimism. Nike's purpose is to bring innovation and inspiration to every athlete in the world. Google wants to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. An Airbnb strives to create a world where anyone can belong anywhere. A couple of things to remember when defining your brand purpose. The purpose of your company should be aspirational, meaning it is not something you do already. What is it that you dream of doing? What is the impact you want your company to make on those you serve and the community? Start with why. Yes, I talk about this a lot, but there is value in understanding why. Why did you start the business? What did you hope to accomplish with it? Have you achieved that goal? What is the next step? The format of a why statement focuses first on your contribution so that a specific impact is made. Your purpose should be bigger than an individual product or service provided by your company. A purpose founded on a singular product or service is too narrowly focused. Airbnb started as overflow lodging for conferences. Now they offer a sense of belonging anywhere via accommodations, experiences, and host communities. When the pandemic started, they started looking for properties that allowed for social distancing, more remote, and lower population centers. 
Again, this goes back to the idea their their purpose lays out, creating a world where anyone can belong anywhere. Brand purpose should center on a solution to a recurring or ongoing problem. It can't just be a one and done. And it needs to resonate emotionally, not only with your audience, but with your team, your owners, distributors, vendors, everyone who engages with the brand in some way. Beloved brands become that by doing something meaningful. And finally, brand purpose should need little explanation. If you need to explain why your business exists, it is probably too complicated. Once you have your purpose defined, how do you put it to use? The study I mentioned at the beginning of this episode offers some suggestions. Strategy development, formation and communication of culture and values, branding, business model structure, customer acquisition and training, new business development and market exploration, marketing, product and service development, operations, leadership development and training, performance metrics and rewards, supply chain management, talent management, and vendor management. I don't know about you, but this sounds like every key area of business. The power of purpose can elevate a business forward if it stays true to the vision. If a brand has a purpose that is in name only or is just a series of words on the wall, one that is not acted on daily, but instead operates in a manner inconsistent with their purpose, guess what happens? They lose credibility, and credibility is hard to win back. So I ask you this, why wouldn't you want to define your purpose and put it to work for you, your brand, and your business? If you need help defining your purpose, I can help you with that. This is what I love doing with all of my clients. So if you're interested or if you feel like you need some additional help with this, please reach out to me. I am confident that I can help you define your purpose in a way that you can turn around and put to work and start reaping the benefits that having a defined purpose can have for your business. Now, I did mention a number of research studies and articles that I used to put together this podcast episode. So I will be putting several links in the show notes. So if you're interested in knowing more about these articles, be sure to check those out in the show notes. This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. Head over to amyaustinmarketing.com for links and resources mentioned in today's show, as well as ways to subscribe and connect with Amy. Thanks for listening.